1: What is good? What's going on? Welcome back to DX Daily, a podcast brought to you by Hip Hop DX, where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts who was up until four in the morning, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host who went to bed super early, A-Dub. It's Friday, man. And this weekend is starting off the way a weekend is supposed to start, with straight history being made, the culture being moved, and the people that run hip hop really showing us why they run the genre. You already know I'm talking about Drake and Kanye. They came together for their free Larry Hoover concert and they blew our minds, man. It was epic. They performed so many different songs that we'll get into. We'll recap the entire event, get into some of these reactions, get into how the set looked, the stream, and more. So buckle up. But before we get into it, make sure you follow the podcast. Hit that follow button for us since you're already listening. Please and thank you. Now let's jump in. Just first off, let me...
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What I witnessed last night was history, like I said. Now, I got to say, so I went to sleep. You know, they were on CP time. They were were late, of course. So I checked at the initial start time, which was allegedly 8 p.m. Pacific time. But I really checked at 9 p.m. because I thought that's what they really meant when they said 8. So I checked at 9, which was 12 on our end. Fell asleep. And then I woke back up, and when I woke back up, Drake was on. So I'm like, okay, I missed the Kanye portion of this, and Drake was performing. When I first tuned into the screen, it looked like they were performing live from space. (laughs) Like I was like, damn, I didn't know the concert was on Mars. I thought it was in L.A. I thought it was at the L.A. Coliseum, Um, but apparently it was live from space. Drake and Kanye West, live from space. And... The set design, whoever did that, it's all of the money in the world should be going to them. I heard they had a budget of $10 million. Five million of that went to the set, I feel like, at least. <laughs> because that thing. did you see how the set, did you see how it looked, how visually stunning it was? All I saw was like,
0: it looked like they were just like on the field and like the smoke and fog. Was that all it was? That or- was all,
1: that was the genius of it though. It was so simple, but on the stream <laughs> it literally looked like they were on Mars. Like that was so crazy to me. <laughs> that was really really crazy. I'm like, okay, they didn't they decided to be very minimalistic with it. They didn't do all the big lights, the pyrotechnics, the um the lights on beat. <laughs> they just did the smoke and the little, I guess like I don't know what you would call that floor, but like It looked like they were on the moon to me or Mars, some other, some planet other than earth is what the vibes I got. (laughs) But but yeah. And then on top of that, like, and getting more into the technical aspects of it, like the video of the stream crisp, every angle, every possible angle, every shot, long shot, mid shot, close range, all of that was taken to a T like they had about 50 different angles it was so clear. Like, it looked like it was coming from my eyes. Like, I didn't, it didn't look like a stream. I was watching a video. It looked like I was there watching it. <laughs> it didn't look like they had it in 4K. It looked like about 400K. Like, that's how great the stream was. Super crispy, clear. Um, Amazon Prime, I think they got Apple uh, podcast, I mean, Apple um, music on the streams or the Apple app on the streams, on the live stream thing like that production was just crazy yeah
0: i think like okay granted like it'd be dope to be there in person to see it but i feel like if we were in the stands they would look like just little little um little ants on the field i feel like people at (laughs) home who can see the stream had a better experience because we was all up close in front of drake and kanye face because of the camera Mm. i feel better viewing experience to do it from
1: home but facts facts yeah probably the only people that might have gotten a better experience than us watching at home is the people that watch it when it was screened in theaters because you get that live stream view but you also get it on a screen the size of a room so those Mm -hmm. are probably the people that got the best one but the majority of us were watching it from home and it looked amazing. It looked fire. So videographers, I think they had the best performance of the night, if you ask me. Not Drake, not Kanye, the videographers. Um, but yeah, right. let's, let's talk about some of the songs that they performed. Because this set list was extensive. Like, I didn't know that they were going to give us all of that. They gave us almost 40 songs. Yeah, and that's big. Like, that's a big track list for real. Yeah, let's let's run through some of the things that they perform real quick.
0: So how it started off, Kanye started with the intro by the Sunday Service Choir. That's kicked it off. Then a couple, he did a couple classics. Um, you had All Falls Down, you had Gold Digger, Touch the Sky, Stronger. And a couple people noted that it's like the first time that those songs were performed since like 2016 or performed live since 2016. So that was pretty dope to see him do those songs. Classics. Y'all- classics for real you all got flashing lights mercy um but an interesting one was he did find your love and you know that's drake's song but he had like a take in it but he did he did a cover without any drake verse but kanye did (laughs) find your love on that one
1: yeah And, you know, I felt it was very Kanye-like to even choose the songs that he chose, those specific songs. Because even the way he started off, he made sure to start off with God with the ultralight beam and Jesus Walks and all of that. So he kicked it off with that. And then (laughs) what you just said about him performing the Drake song with no Drake verse, I thought, hmm, I can tell that that was Kanye's idea yeah I can definitely tell he came up with that one he was probably like I made this beat I should have kept this song for me all along this is my chance this is my chance to show everybody I can perform this better than Drake I right. really feel like that might have been Kanye's rationale behind that and then um Drake covered came out covering one of his songs well no before we even get to Drake's cover of his song the song before the final song in Kanye's set which was Runaway. Now, when he did run away, he put a little extra sauce on it and he decided to proclaim his want to have his family back with Kim Kardashian, which was a major, major moment last night. He added a whole extra verse on this song for Kim just so she know, hey, look, that man wants you back, girl. (laughs) Like he was like, I need to be very specific. Run back to me. You ran away, but, but run back to me. Kimberly he made sure to say her name too so Kanye wants his family back
0: that's pretty dope to see um his kids were there in attendance I believe was Kim there too I'm guessing right or I didn't
1: didn't see any Kim um pop-ups I didn't see her there showing support no I didn't see her she might have been watching it at home with Pete (laughs) Uh, come on (laughs) probably I don't know man I don't know if she's coming back Kanye I'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) It wasn't giving It wasn't giving comeback energy. She wasn't even at this show to see it. Let me not say she wasn't there. We just didn't see her on camera. Maybe she was, but anytime she be anywhere else, we see her on camera. I'm just saying. That's a valid
0: point. So, dang, Pete,
1: Pete and Kim
0: watching uh, Kanye at home, you hate to see it. Mm
1: But yeah, so after Runaway, he ended it with Can't Tell Me Nothing or ended that portion with Can't Tell Me Nothing, and then that's when Drake came out covering one of his songs. Drake covered 24. And then Drake got into his set, and he performed some some more recent music for the most part. Uh, he got into Once in Needs, and No Friends in the Industry, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> because this is around the time where I tuned in between Once in Needs and No Friends in the Industry. And I just thought, petty, 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 petty Aubrey. Because... No friends in the industry definitely had shots at Kanye on that song. Mm-hmm. Even the way that they rekindled their relationship. I'm saying that with air quotes. Um, the way that they rekindled it was through a meeting. Jay Prince meeting with Drake, Drake and Kanye meeting at Drake's place, whatever. In no friends in the industry, he clearly says, why they always act like we can fix it with a meeting. All that link it up. I'm going to see him when I see him. So, it's giving, I'm doing your show, but I'm still low-key taking shots. That was petty on Drake's part. But, I mean, it was one of the dopest songs on the album, so I see why he felt compelled to do it. Mm -hmm. I think it was just, I don't think it was Drake trying to still, you know, beef with him. I just think it was him letting him know, like, it could still go left for you. Don't get too cute. I think that's what that was.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. So
1: He also did What's Next, Life is Good with Future. Both of those songs have a mention of Virgil Abloh's name, of course, in What's Next. We played that um, a few episodes back where he mentions Virgil uh, having a watch that only he and Virgil had. Those are the only two Um, so he said that in What's Next and then in Life is Good he says Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts and then he repeated that line over and over in the song as kind of a tribute to Virgil Abloh who passed away recently so that was also um, a great moment because I think they could not have let the night go on by without acknowledging that so I like the fact that Drake acknowledged that also there could have been some pettiness there too but I'm gonna leave it at that because R.I.P. Virgil Mm -hmm. then you had I.M.Y. Two laughing Now, Cry Later, Girls Want Girls. Drake was in his little singing bag for a while there, and he sounded pretty good. Like, you can definitely tell the vocal lessons were in place um, during this part of the show. Um, He also did Girls Want Girls and... My song in the Bible finally was getting some of its just due because I feel like people was sleeping on it a little bit, like not sleeping on it in the sense of they don't know the song, but sleeping on it as one of the better songs on Certified Lover Boy. So I was glad that he chose to perform that one. Um Then you had Way Too Sexy, Knife Talk, God's Plan, and then we have Kanye West coming back out.
0: Yes, yeah, so when he came back, he did Hurricane, he did Father Stretch My Hands Part One. He also, did in Paris bound to come to life, and then it ended with forever being the last song
1: with both of them. That mm-hmm. was a super epic ending. But before we get to uh go to what they did on forever, which was fire, let's talk about God's plan real quick because this is how I know Kanye is still a little petty, or at least the audio people were being petty when Drake was performing that. Because so he's doing the song. He's trying to do crowd participation like, yo, L.A., I want to hear y'all sing this song. And usually, you know, when people do that on the live stream and you're watching, you can hear the crowd singing the song. (laughs) On this live stream, I don't know if they didn't pan it over to the crowd mics or whatever, but it sounded like the crowd was not singing at all. Drake was like, you know, I can't hear y'all. Come on. I need y'all to sing this with me. He had to encourage them again. And it's like. They're singing the song, but you just can't hear them singing it. So I was like, okay. And then Drake's, I think his mic was going in and out at one point on that song. Like, it was just, it was real shaky. Kanye came out there, though, and, like, supported him on the performance or whatever, was vibing with him during the performance. It was cool, but I was just like, okay, I see what this was. This was a little, this was low-key a setup. We know it was like a Kanye concert with Drake as the special guest, but... Nah, they could have did Drake a little bit better than that. But they did bring it all together at the end with Forever, I'll tell you. That was a very cute moment to see them end out the show that way, both on stage together. And I think um, the last part that Drake, well, that Drake and Kanye sung together was so, I don't know, that's what really made me feel like it was history because Drake goes, you know, I want this forever, I hope it's forever. He was like, Kanye, he forever, man. And then Kanye goes, Drizzy, you forever, man. And then that was like the ending of what they, that was the ending of the song. Like, it, I can play it better than I can say it, but I felt like that was just facts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's a, it's a good way to end it. Like, both of them saying that, they're both legendary. They're both here forever,
1: period. So... That's kind of dope. Facts. I mean, that their impact on hip-hop, on music across genres in general, on fashion, on media, on entertainment as a whole, like on business and on the entire world, Drake is forever. That's cemented. Kanye West is forever. That's cemented. Like, years from now, when we gone, they gone, their uh, kids and their kids' kids are gone, Drake and Kanye will still live on. So I thought that... Them saying that at the end was very, ugh, was very, very fitting. Um, historic. These guys are generational talents. They're generational greats. Like once in a lifetime, people we will see in music, in this game in general. And they came together and did the thing. Do we think Larry Hoover's going to be free now?
0: I was just thinking that. I was like, yeah, this is a dope moment. But what about Larry Hoover? Who this is really <laughs> for?
1: Like, <laughs> I didn't hear them talk about Larry Hoover too much last night either. I'm going to keep it hot. With you. I heard maybe one mention when Kanye was like praying. He was praying for everybody's family and the safety of everyone and the release or the safety of Larry Hoover. And then Drake, I heard Drake thank Larry Hoover Jr., um, but I ain't really hear too much Larry Hoover talk going on, to be quite honest with you. But I did take the liberty of screenshotting some of my favorite tweets from last night because though I enjoyed Drake's set, me and I guess like some other dra- hardcore Drake fans. Um, some people had quite a bit to say about his song selection, actually, because, you know, Kanye went deep into his catalog and performed some of the classics, songs from Graduation, College Dropout, all of the early albums. And meanwhile, Drake kept it pretty much very certified Loverboy, with the exception of a couple of songs, with the exception of like God's plan and things like that and forever. But mm. um, yeah, so <laughs> somebody said, matter of fact, let me give them credit. Um, Queen Kenya, Trap Guy Kenya said they was about to open them cell doors until Drake got on the stage. Rob Markman from over at Genius, he said, take a shot every time Drake plays a song with a yay sub in it. Now that's a game I would have played. I should have played. I should have saw that tweet earlier when I woke up and uh, saw Drake was on because he was definitely playing songs with Kanye West subs in it. And I was catching them. I was like, ooh, shady. But Yeah. Then you have um, 808s and Sneakers who said Mike should have did Drake's set. Now, I don't know if he meant Mike Dean. I don't know if he meant Michael Jackson since Drake had the one glove on while he was out there. He had that white glove to let you know, like, hey, look, I am actually Michael Jackson, like he says in his music. So I don't know who he meant, but I thought that was funny. (laughs) Um, Soldier said, just move and let Omarion do Bria's interlude. Damn, I know he in L.A. Right. (laughs) No shade, but I would have loved to see that. They could have yeah, brought out, a, they could have brought out a couple special guests. Yeah, they should have. Oh, that would have been really dope. <laughs> AB, d D Four Lab said Larry Hoover doing ten more years for Drake set. Mm. The homie Yusuf he said Drake performing on Shuffle. <laughs> Dirty White Up said Drake was scared to perform anything featuring Travis Scott. I thought that was an interesting observation and that probably could have been true for real. Yeah. That could have been a valid point. Mm -hmm. Cause why else in a stadium full of 78,000 people would you not perform sicko mode? Oh, come on. Hello. Hello i'm just saying uh nuff said and why said kanye played his greatest hits and drake played his spotify wrapped list the mm. shots at drake was nonstop last night as you can see <laughs> even uh this girl at hey miss carter she said what else you got on him push a T? release it tonight drake needs a spark <laughs> at push a T." so she even added him in the tweet she felt strongly on her heart that uh Drake needed a little bit of fire under his behind. She feel like he's complacent. So Pusha T should release some dirt on him to get him back in his music mode. Yeah, it's kind of interesting for him to
0: only do really stuff off Certified Lover Boy. I don't know if it's from like a... Because I saw Drake in concert when he was doing Nothing Was The Same and he goes like back to, you know, Best I Ever Had and like all the classics. So I don't know how he does now and maybe he's saving that for the tour for that type of thing, but... Mm -hmm. so I don't know I don't know what that was about
1: he was keeping it real cute I think it's more so like look I'm doing this as a favor y'all gonna get certified level boy and that's it yeah y'all not getting my classics (laughs) y'all not getting the classics all right man this is a one two three thing for Drake (laughs) and Dre's max a million said I hope Kim goes back somebody gotta come home from that concert and it's not Mr. Hoover (laughs) (laughs) oh And along those same lines, Corey Townsend was like, "Sometimes you got to throw a concert with your most hated rival to try and get your shorty back." Man, I get it. I understand. Hey, hey, hey! hey. (laughs) Look, could this have all been a ploy for Kanye to get Kim back? Um, I mean,
0: he did mention her. I mean, the kids was there. Like,
1: I'm just saying, it could have been an elaborate ruse. could have been. But either way, great concert, dope, historic, all of that. I enjoyed it. Whether or not they continue to stay cool, this was still history made in my opinion. Do you know if it's still um like on Amazon Prime like to keep going back to it or was it like it was it done? They said the replay will be available today. I don't know. I haven't checked back um since I went to sleep, but Um, They said it will be available on Amazon Prime to rewatch. So for everybody that was asleep and had to work in the morning or they missed it, you can still you will still be able to watch it on Amazon Prime. That's what I'll be doing today to catch back up. Yes, yes. Get that recap going on. It was a great concert, honestly. Like I would have liked to have been there, but also... Watching through the stream was fantastic still. Mm-hmm. I think we can close it out there, man. Just great concert. So we will see you later. We'll be back at you Monday with more daily news. See ya. Hey, hey, hey. I said I want this shit forever, man, ever, man. Want this shit forever, man. Want this shit forever, man. Ever, man. Want this shit forever, man. Ever, man.